Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 296 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. So as I record this, it's the holiday season. So for a lot of people, that means spending a lot more time with family and friends. Yay, right? (laughs) Family can be a huge source of joy, but it can also be a huge source of pain. Don't we know it? Regardless of the size of your family, that's true. And in this book that I've been reading, I talked about it in the last episode, 295, called Awareness. The author talks about being so aware and so awake that no one has the power to make you feel good or feel bad. You give no one the power to make you feel anything. Your happiness lives and dies with you. Okay, that is very enticing to me, but it also seems a little far off for me right now. I'm not there. I would love to get there. A good place to start, though, and the place that I'm starting is just recognizing when I have thoughts that don't serve me about anything, anyone, about everything. Just recognizing when I have a thought that doesn't serve me. And this has been kind of a topic for me lately because I've been confronted head-on with everything family for reasons that I've talked about in my latest episodes. But I've really had to manage my mind. And I think 85 to 90% of the time I've done really well. And I'm going to pat myself on the back. (laughs) But I still have moments. Now I'm aware of them. And the ability to get on the other side of them has to completely lie with me. Even if and when I feel as if I'm wronged. It doesn't matter. And I'll show you why and how. I know that in this episode. I mean, when we spend more time with friends and family, it's more important than ever for us to realize that we have the power inside us to change how we look at anything. That old wonderful saying that I love from Wayne Dyer, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. I am knowing that more and more every single day. My happiness and my sanity lies with me. And your happiness and your sanity, it lies with you. Now, sometimes someone does something and you feel you would be justified to be angry and resentful. I mean, we're human, not robots, right? But never forget that saying. Resentment is like swallowing poison, expecting the other person to die. You're hurting yourself. The damage is done to you, by you, so of course you're the only one that can fix it also. When I was 17, I had a rash on my face that would not go away. I was mortified, and I didn't want to go out where people would see me. I wanted a fix, and I wanted it like yesterday. My regular doctor did not know what was going on, so he sent me to a specialist. So I'm sitting there in the specialist's office waiting for him to come in, and as soon as he did, he looked at me and immediately said, fluoride. I was elated, to say the least. He was so confident. like You know how when they're like, yep, know what it is. So he told me with no hesitation, you take this medicine and it'll be gone in three days. And it absolutely was. So I went to the doctor for a problem that I had and he gave me a medicine that I took, which fixed the problem I was having. Now, had the doctor said to me, I see you have a problem with your face and for your problem, I'm going to prescribe this medication for your mom (laughs) or your sister or your friend. 
No, of course he's not going to prescribe medicine for another person for a problem I'm having. I had the problem. I had to take the medicine. Someone else taking it wouldn't change anything in me. They could take all the medicine they want, but my problem is still going to continue. That's exactly how everything is. I mean, we walk around this world wishing someone else would change so that we feel better. But them changing isn't going to do anything for us. You may be temporarily appeased if they change, but you're still the same. So the problem's going to show up somewhere else in another way. I mean, wishing someone else would change so that I would feel better, that's how a lot of us go around. And it's because that's how society trained us. If you think about it as a kid, if you didn't get an A, your dad's going to be disappointed. If you don't act a certain way, mom's going to be sad. So we lived our early life expecting that we're responsible for how our parents or siblings feel, when that simply isn't true. They are responsible for themselves, and I'm responsible for myself. It seems so simple, but it can be very, very hard to live by because it's hardwired in our brain. So we have to find a way around it. I'm always about trying to find a way around some of those hardwired things. And it's important to know this because when you don't think you're the problem, you're never going to be able to fix it because you're counting on someone else to change, which you have no control of. And I realized something over the weekend. It was actually during one of my morning meditations that I realized it without a doubt. And I've talked about it in my podcast before, but it came to me in such a manner that I was pretty blown away. So here it is. I get to choose exactly what I make something mean. Now, I've known this and I've applied it for a while, but I thought in a way that it meant because I don't know what the other person means, like I can't read their mind, so I don't know why they said or did what they did, then I get to make it mean whatever I choose. But it hit me during meditation that it also includes when I was actually wronged. I still get to choose what that means. I'll give you an example so that you can, you know, you can decide for yourself if you, you know, understand it or want to believe it or agree with it. So for many years, because the majority of my family doesn't celebrate holidays, we would have a family get together on the day after Thanksgiving because my parents and two other siblings don't celebrate Thanksgiving because of their religion. But my mom would cook a big dinner, usually a turkey with all the fixings that go with it on the day after Thanksgiving so that we could all get together as a family because everybody was off work, right? So we all looked forward to that day and it was so, so fun. Well, that tradition came to a screeching halt when my younger sister decided she, because of religion, wanted nothing to do with you know, a certain part of our, our family. So for the last several years, we haven't done that. Well, this year, I'm at my parents' house on Monday, a few days after Thanksgiving, and I found out that my mom had indeed cooked a big turkey dinner with all the fixings on the day after Thanksgiving, but the only people that were there were my other sisters that were part of the religion in their family. Not me, not my baby sister, not my brother, not our families. And when I found this out, <laughs> I really felt deeply hurt to the point that I felt myself kind of getting angry. And I was aware of that. Like, okay, I'm, I, I need to watch this because I'm really got my feelings hurt here. So I <laughs> pulled my husband into the back room and he, I'm sure he was like, oh Lord, what's going on? But he's always the voice of reason and calm. And so I told him how I was feeling and I was pretty passionate about it. 
But he was so understanding. He calmed me down and he made me feel really seen and really heard, which is very helpful in any emotional moment for someone to feel seen and heard. But once I talked with him for just even a minute, I realized that I had a choice. One, I could confront my parents and tell them that it really hurt my feelings and caused them to feel bad. Or I could look at it in another way, in a way that empowers and serves me. So I'm here. I met my mom and dad's. Mom cooked this wonderful steak dinner tonight. They're doing the best they can. They're having to walk a tightrope because they would love for us all to be there every night for dinner if we all would, every one of us. But they also know that that's not what my other sister would want. And they love us all. So they just have to alternate who comes when. So my heart goes out to them. That's the way I choose to look at it. There's no need for them to say anything to change the way things are. I simply changed my thoughts about how I was going to look at it, even though I did feel justifiably wronged. (laughs) I changed the way I looked at it so that I felt empowered. And we can do this about anything. That puts the power directly in my own hands. Everyone comes into every situation with their own agenda. Everyone. I can't possibly know what my parents or siblings are living because I'm not them. I haven't had their exact experiences. They're all honestly doing the best they can. Now, I don't know what their brain's telling them about any situation. I only know what mine is telling me. And look, I mean, do not ever just lay down and take abuse. But also don't read too much into things either. So be honest with yourself. Are you being a sensitive Sally? Are you making situations worse by making them mean something worse than they do? Sometimes, and I've been guilty of this, we dramatize things to justify our anger or to get attention or to get sympathy, whatever it is you feel you need. But then we have to keep having those same awful thoughts in order to keep the drama going, which keeps you all torn up. We all know someone like this, or you've done it yourself probably. But how much better would it feel to empower ourselves and choose to think a thought that serves us, that empowers us? I'm all for that. You can do that in any situation. My challenge to you this week is to notice when you get your feelings hurt, how you want to make it all about the other person. And that puts your power in their hands. I want your power in your hands. No matter what's going on, I challenge you to ask yourself this question. How can I think about this in a way that empowers me? No matter what it is, how can I think about this in a way that empowers me? You answer that and you've changed everything. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.